Heaven, I know you go back to working with Quentin Tarantino uh, for Kill Bill 1 and 2. We just want to find out first, how did you book your job as a makeup department head for those two films? I, it, it's kind of a funny story because I met Quentin through a friend of mine, uh, Julie Dreyfus, who has been in a couple of his movies. And uh, she, we went to the set of Jackie Brown and I had just had a baby then, I wasn't working or anything, but we went on the set and I was like, oh my God, this is like a night shoot in Hermosa Beach and everybody's having a blast. And I told him, I said, you know, I haven't had so much fun on a set since I worked with David Lynch. You made me want to do movies again. And I said, I want to work on your next movie, whether I'm sweeping floor or do whatever. <laughs> so six years later, he called me and he said, you know, you said this, which I didn't remember, but he remembers everything. And he said, you know, I want you, you don't have to sweep the floors for me, but I would love mm -hmm. you to department head it. And oh. that's how I did it. I'm wondering how does the makeup department head differ from a key makeup artist? What is the difference in duties and responsibilities? Um, I think that's sort of individual. I mean, I think there are some like, general rules and but they also keep changing the title now it's not called key makeup anymore it's called assistant department head and and i think that um i think that you know i i do it differently with every film i do just kind of what the needs are who i'm taking care of but they're just your backbone basically they're you know, your right hand. And um, and I'm more of a beauty makeup artist. Uh, Greg Funk, who usually works as my key, he's he is one of the few people who are both uh, good with beauty as well as effects. And uh, and he sometimes works for K&B um, effects company that always does Quentin's films. Oh, so okay. he was kind of the obvious choice to bring on, uh, you know, that he also helped uh, Jake Garber on set with like the Frosted Men, which were originally dummies, but Quentin didn't like the way they moved. So he <laughs> picked three people from the crew and made them into the, the dead men that Sam Jackson is sitting on. And then they were thrown up on a stagecoach. <laughs> So, so basically, you know, I try to cover myself with, you know, I always hire somebody who's really good with, with effects to kind of back me up on that, that end of it. Like I can do some of it, but you know, he's a lot better. So why not <laughs> have somebody else who really enjoys it? Sure. And um, so, you know, sometimes they do continuity uh, photos or a continuity book and it's just, you know, when you're department head, you design it, you work with the director, but he works more with me. He's not in the production meetings and stuff. He's getting more of the information just from me. So that's kind of the general of it, I think. Now from your website, uh, you had a statement that just said uh, you want to show that makeup not only uh, beautifies characters, but completes them. I thought that was wonderfully put. How so? How was that um, the case? You know, you sometimes have to do just like really subtle things because you're just with the actor and you're working with them. Of course, you have information like, for example, with Quentin, who is very specific how he wants people to look. He doesn't tell me how to do it, 
but he knows what he wants them to look like. And when I, um, you know, and then I get the actor in a chair and they might have some different ideas, you know, and it's, you're just kind of merging that and, mm -hmm. uh, and making everybody happy. And, you know, and it's like when you're going through the character with the, and going through the emotions with the actor, you know, and what he's doing that day. And it's like, you can do just really minimum thing that they know you're doing and, and, you know, and it helps them do, you know, or be the character and do what they want to do. And, and, you know, it's like nobody else is ever going to see it. But it's just kind of like, you know, it's there. They know it's there. <laughs> and it just helps in completing what they're doing. And, you know, and it's like wardrobe comes in before me. And that's all set, you know, two, three months before I get on the movie to prep. And, you know, and I can't, I have to work like with Courtney, what she's doing. I can't come up with like some, you know, 40s makeup with the 1800s film, you know? So it's right. like you always have to follow with what's already there established. Sure. Are you using um, contouring and shadowing on every character when it sits in the makeup chair or is that only to really more for, for beautification? Um, we did some of it, not a lot on this one, but we were kind of weathering the men, uh, just making them kind of ready and, 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 you know, weathered and exposed. We used, um, uh, like, we had alcohol paint and such, so we used a little bit of that to sort of secretly um, contour <laughs> or highlight. You know, we wanted the cheekbone, I wanted strong cheekbones, and I grew up watching westerns, and I always remember when I was a little girl, and I would see Clint Eastwood with kind of that tan skin and the white, you know, uh, squinty lines around his eyes and I wanted that you know I wanted a little texture without it looking like we were doing anything and you know we would highlight a little bit around the eyes just to make it pop up a little bit but we didn't use any really beautification but we just want to kind of make stronger what was already there what do you love most about your job? You say that you, you have already, the costume people have already determined that, so then they're coming to you, sitting in your chair. What do you love most about it? I, I just, I love the, everything about it. I, you know, especially on Hateful Eight, we were getting up like at 3, 3.30 in the morning. And it was such a great group of people. And the actors are showing up early so they can have a coffee together outside our room. And we would hear Kurt's laughter come down like echoing in the mountains, you know. And there was never like, oh, the alarm is going off. It was just fun, like everything about it. And it's such a teamwork. I love that. I love working with people. I love people. I, yeah, I don't know. I just love everything about it. Not just my job, but just being there, seeing it, and you know, when when I grew up, I didn't even know there was a job called makeup artist. <laughs> so that wasn't something that you'd formally trained for. You sort of just fell into it, or I I um, I met a girl here. I was out here as like as an au pair and in LA, and I met a Icelandic girl who was going to a makeup school here, 
And I was just like, oh, wow, like, I would love to do that. And so I went back to Iceland and I was just like, this is just what I want to do. I want to do it. How do and just figure out how I could go back here and go to that school. Mm. So I did have a training. I, I did go to the school and went through that whole program. But and just started working. I started doing craft service when I was, you know, going to school just to get to know people. And mm. I'm still friends with a lot of the people I met back then. And and um, and so we've kind of grown up together. In the hateful eight, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, it's it's certainly a lot of uh, wounds that she's wearing, mm -hmm. and 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 are you doing that part, or is the special effects person? It, special effects makeup, Jake Garber for KMB, he uh, was the onset person and took care of that. Jennifer would come first to my chair, and we would do skin care and and uh, maybe a little highlighting and such, and then she would go in with Jake and. He would ruin everything I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I just was like, time had stood still. I mean, I've seen her in so many films. Right. And she still is just, to me, she could be 22 years old and, and her character had a very yeah. youthful attitude yeah. as well. So I, I just marveled at the fact that how time had just seemed to have stood still when I right. watched her. She's you know? just so amazing. I mean, she just immersed herself in it and she was there in like, you know, 28 degree, you know, below, and you know, all the breath you see in the movie—that's all real. That's not, you know, we were freezing, <laughs> and right. when the, the weather was kind of on a milder side, we were inside, and when it was blizzard, we were outside shooting. So wow. it was, but it made us all, all like family, you know. So what, it's normally in LA, you're working with blotting people and they're sweaty and they're shiny, but right. in those elements where you said, or maybe someone else has said 10 degrees um, was was above, you know, was the norm when the sun was out. Right. Uh, so what kind of damage control or things are you doing to help? We definitely uh, put a lot of research into skincare, makeup that doesn't freeze, that can stand the weather. We had insulated bags to carry our makeup. And, uh, and, and my team, we all had to be prepared to jump on anyone's actors and, and do continuity and do what needed to be done because you know, you never knew who was down below at base camp, like, you know, four car rides away than up on a mountain top. So we were always all prepared to jump in and do what needed to be done. And Quentin, not just on this one, but in general, he's very much um, out of kit right here, right now, kind of like, oh, I want like a scar. And then Jake is just like, okay, and the care, you know. And he's, you know, he's very spontaneous in, in some ways and where he's very set with other ways. Like um, Kurt Russell's Mastas was definitely written into the script. So he started growing that right away and it was, it was all his. And we had to fill in the color a little bit because, um, uh, because of lighting purposes more than anything else. And, um, you know, and he was wearing the big, gorgeous buffalo coat that Courtney designed, and you know, and the collar would kind of rub the collars off. So we were just kind of touching up a little bit. But basically, what we did 
we made it so it would stay, that we didn't have to be going in every take and fixing. Um, there was mostly the teeth that we had to keep up um, because, you know, you can't make them all look gritty and right. and then like white shiny teeth. So <clears throat> right. that was a challenge keeping that up because they're all drinking hot drinks. Well, well not help keeping it on they were eating stew for days and <laughs> and and you know and it's like 30 minute take so it's you know it's bound to wear off a little bit but sure sure um how do you know when a character is ready you know, sit them down and and how do you know that they're they're ready to go out there you know and then you take the photo <laughs> make sure for continuity purposes they're good um well, we, we, it's all time to a minute. So, like, when I come in in the morning, you know, you have your set of time, then you get your actor in the chair, and you have X amount of time to do it, and uh, which is kind of worked out beforehand and adjusted as needed. But you are always, you know, down to sometimes seconds, <laughs> you know, with the actors when they need to be ready. So it's like I better be ready, and the actor better be ready. And, you know, and it depends on the actor, you know, some people need uh, a little time to to get into the character, they need their, you know, little moments in the morning and stuff, whether that's in the makeup chair, hair, or in their trailer, you know, it just depends, it's different with everybody. Right. And lastly, when you're applying makeup for uh, a camera uh, versus just somebody wearing something out mm -hmm. to a, an event, whether it's day or night, how much heavier and, and different types of products to make it really pop on screen? Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting question because in some ways it's not that different. and uh, and. Because usually, like if you're doing like a red carpet thing, it needs still to last. Right. Uh -huh. And but you're doing more of a beauty thing maybe than a character thing. And a lot of actresses, when they go out on red carpet, they're themselves. Whereas, you know, when I'm doing them from a film, then they're a character. Yeah. So when you when they're going on the red carpet as themselves, they sometimes want more makeup because you maybe need a little bit of a mask because they're kind of representing themselves but they you know you can't get into their soul you know that's yeah red red carpets are tough yeah you have a lot of people coming at you a lot of chaos yeah not that i've been in front of the camera but from behind yeah yeah, yeah no uh -huh. so certainly it is Right. So, so you said the difference isn't too much in terms of the heavy application and just making it stay. Yeah, it's it's just the longevity of it. You can't go with them and touch up all the time, and you know. So, it's um, you know beauty on camera versus that. You know, I'm working more, you know, with with lighting and you know working with somebody like Bob Richardson is just a dream. So. I really don't have to worry about anybody that I put in front of his lens. You know, he's right. just amazing with the lighting. And whereas if I'm sending somebody down the red carpet, you need a little bit more contouring and such because, you know, all the flashes just, you know, wash you out and such. So Right. And shadowing and things yeah. like that. Interesting.